Hello, everybody. Happy Sabbath day. Hope everybody's having a kick-ass uh, day, and I hope that your uh, I hope that your rigged uh, sports team wins for you. That's what I hope. <laughs> We're super excited to get P.S. the plumber. I see he's in here, so we'll. Uh, um, Maybe I'll try and invite him here. Matthew! How are you, my man? Uh, how is Albany? Buddy? What did you send me that I thought was hilarious? I can't even remember. Mr. Sukarist. <laughs> you driving around again today? Ah, the bills. It's all rigged, man. It's all rigged. <laughs> They're losing. Already had. I had a discussion in one of my little groups that the Matrix has you. What's the sound like? Can you still hear my uh, furnace? It's about to kick off. Hopefully, <clears throat> the bills need to pick it up. Home right now. Busy. There's there's few people busier than Michael and Matt out there killing it for central therm uh we actually have a couple of uh central therm jobs coming up that we're going to use their stuff so i'll be uh talking to dan the man here shortly just out of the hot tub love it now you got to jump in the cold tub man that's how that goes all right let me see if i can invite uh the big man on here so I'm a bit out of practice. We'll see if he kicks in. Ha ha! How's it going? Pretty good, man. Considering. You looking good? Got it all together? Got the earbuds in the perfect spot? Get your glamour shot in? Yeah, I'm trying. My, gla my <laughs> glamour shot. I don't ever look any more glamorous than I do any other day of the week. That's how it goes, right? What you see is what you get. Pretty much. Much, yep. Yep. Oh, Michael's calling out, calling you out. What's up, man? Yeah, he's uh, an hour north to me. Yeah, you're right in that neck of the woods, aren't you? Yep. I'm right in between him and New York City, like right in the middle. So I'm, it's about the same distance to him as it is to like you know the Bronx or something for me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's the crazy thing about you guys in the east, eastern states is everything is like, for us, is so close. Like, I got to go to three hours and to see anything from Calgary. And then you guys are three hours and you pass four states almost. Oh, yeah. It, it, it depends. Like, there's a part of the northeast where it's just like, you know, you could be with an hour each way. You're in all different states for sure. Yeah, yeah. When I was in Indianapolis there. Milwaukee was, you know, an hour and a half drive. Head over to Ohio wasn't far away. Anyway, it's crazy how many people are over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if that's me or you, your picture's just locking up on me here. Everything's cool. Everything's cool on my end, I think. All right, cool. I hear a response. Okay. 
Or, yeah, like you, a big wa- like you said. A lot of skull in my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought that was like a freaking uh, cowboy thing. There's lots of there's lots of skull cowboys around this joint, but uh, the yeah, it's a uh, smokeless tobacco, man. Yeah, it's not good for you, but you know what is good for you uh, these days, man. Hard work's bad for you. I don't do drugs for you. You know what I mean? Like I don't smoke pot. I don't do. I don't really even drink. You know what I mean? It's like I drink a lot of coffee. You got got to do something, man. Yeah, I know. Well, the other day I fell down the stairs, so that was something. (laughs) Fell down the stairs. I'm at a I'm at a service call, and it's about ten o'clock at night. You know my time, and I grabbed my veto bag with the shoulder strap. I had a bunch of stuff in my hands, and I went to walk out. And it's one of those little hallways where you walk in, the kitchen's on your right, you can kind of go down a set of steps, turn, and go all the way to the basement. And they just had a bunch of random, you know, shit there by the door as I walked down. I knocked it over with my bag, knocked it down the first flight of stairs. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> put all my stuff in the van. I come back in. I'm like, all right, let me clean this mess up that I made. It was just like a three-legged little ice chest, like an ice thing. You'd put an ice bucket in with a little wooden lid with all sorts of crap on it, keys and paperwork. And I'm like, all right, let me go pick it up. I have a size 14 shoe, by the way. Big, goofy feet, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I walked down to the first flight. That's huge. Almost no light. How tall are you? Oh, a little over six foot. Not, no. not that tall. <laughs> Just got big, goofy feet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a size 13 foot when I was 12. And I was like oh, a foot really? shorter. So it was like, I looked like Ronald McDonald's feet. It was, it was awkward when I was shorter, man. But yeah, I made it to that first flight of stairs in this dark little hallway. And I tripped over the very thing. I knocked down the stairs, and, and I, there was no handrails. It's, like, still being built. This whole basement was, like, finished. And I'm like, fuck. I just kind of, like, extend, expanded my arms. I was already too far forward and committed to do anything. So I pushed my arms out. I thought my hand was going to go right to the sheetrock, you know. And yeah. I just kind of did this and just went. I had, like, time to think about it in my head. And I'm like, oh, shit. Here I go. Oh, my God, crap. Oh. And then my feet flipped over me, ass over tea kettle, and I was on the ground just tweaked, laying there. And this old Italian lady comes out, and she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? I'm like, oh, shit. So, like, I can't really turn my head to the left too far. And my right shoulder, like, if I lift any weight above about a 90-degree angle, my arm's straight out. It's, yeah. So, but it could have been worse. Three points of contact, I say. Yeah, it's like, definitely could have been a lot. You ended up with three points of contact. Yeah, like I said, that was the only thing I could do was like kind of like spread my arms out and just then I was like, shit, I can't do anything. All my weight, you know, I'm 225 pounds. I'm too far forward to like lift the leg and scoot forward. I was like, shit, I'm done. But could have been worse. Those are my those are my favorite accidents where you have like three seconds to sort of plan your fall. Where you're like, okay, okay, it's happening. Where where's my softest point? Is it going to be right. wrist or shoulder or am I just going to take it like ribs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it reminds somebody. I had this conversation. Yeah, I think yesterday or the day before with somebody, and I was like, "Yeah, it was almost like it was very slow motion in my mind. It was almost like that scene in the the Sherlock Holmes movie where yeah. we had the fight. Yeah. And Robert Downey Jr. was like, I'm going to punch to the jugular.' We had all this time to think this shit through, and then he's like, "I was like, oh shit, I'm going to hit my face, and oh, I'm going to move my arm in front of my face." It was so unlike Robert Downey Jr., who who turns out victorious, you end up as a Oh, yeah. Crumpled tweaker on the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yep. It was a uh, was awkward, <laughs> yep. But it could have been worse. It could have been. And all while you're here, 
and you're functioning, so it could, clearly could have been worse, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I could have broke my wrist, or yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good. I'm just sore, you know. Yeah, that's all. But other all than right. That, well, tell us, tell us a little bit about you, my man. You running your own show over there? Yeah, I started working for myself in 2004. Uh, here, nice. And, um, I've said it on other other little things. Like I didn't really try to start a bit. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to start working for myself, or I never really even wanted to or thought of like, oh, I'm going to be self-employed. I worked yeah. for the last company that I worked for, like ex like full time, where that was my job, was a real high-paced, commission-driven uh, company, and I made a lot of money. I mean, 20 years ago, I was making you know well over 100,000 U.S. at that company, which, which was like tremendous back then. And yeah. um, but I didn't even have the time to like cash my checks, and I you know I was younger. I wanted to do stuff. You know, it's I, my life yeah, yeah. was in that van. You know, and it's like you know I'd be an hour from home, and then they would send me to another call, although I was supposed to be done in 20 minutes, and could then I have to drive an hour home. Uh, so yeah. finally, I gave a month's notice, and the, and the boss ended up getting all tiffy with me, and he fired me that that day. It was the <laughs> middle of winter too; it was cold as shit outside. It was like maybe ten degrees, you know, Fahrenheit outside. It was pretty cold, and I had to like stand out there. And I was like, "Are you seriously not like this is what we're going to do right now?" And really? He took all my tools out, laid them on the ground. He was a very sensitive little guy, you know, not the waters, you know, that owned the company, yeah, yeah. and um. I guess I'm was, totally sensitive. I get it. <laughs> I guess he was just offended that, you know, like, you know, he's like, you made all this money. And I'm like, yeah, I made you all that money, too, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. so that happened. And um, as far as going back to work, like, I always just had customers that I do work for. And uh, months went by. And a buddy of mine asked me, you know, did I find a job? And I'm like, no, I've been too busy working. So I haven't had a chance to, to find anything yet. And then at, at that point, I was like, all right. Blake. I never really had to, yeah. So I just kept doing my thing, and then I realized that I actually I'm doing this. So, uh, you know, I back then I just had a little business card. It just said like plumbing services by Chris Armstrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> on a blank, it was like yeah. black letters on a white card. I had like yeah. put them in the deli, and you know, it's stuff like that because there wasn't really much going on with the internet back then. But you know, I put things in the grocery stores and the hardware stores and you know each customer you get you end up getting their neighbor if you do right by them and their their mother and their brother and yeah spider webs out to what you know to like what you got you got multi-generational client base you know yeah. and every you know obviously you win some you lose some but if you if you take care of the people you end up usually I, I look at it like i get every customer eventually gains me three or five or whatever you know so and then that's pretty much where I am today. Uh, you know, earlier on, I would, I did have the benefit of working for other family kind of run businesses uh, that knew what I was capable of and and wanted me. So they would they would hire me on to do a job for them because they knew I wouldn't steal their customer and they knew I was going to do a nice job, things like that. So, so I did work with some other companies right up through about '07. Sometimes I'd work a week or a month or something with them and do bigger jobs. Like we were doing uh, one company, we were doing this all commercial stuff. We were doing like hospitals and uh, like ARC homes and things like that. And, and um, you know, in between that stuff, I would do my stuff. And so that helped me out that I had businesses like that were willing to get what they could out of me and, and help me along. And I could help them until I got to the point point where i just couldn't do it anymore so yeah and here we are today now i want to just do less really <laughs> isn't that the truth <laughs> yeah. if i could do less that'd be great 
So mostly residential then, mostly residential service? For me at this day and age, I mean, I mostly do residential, not so much service generally until more recently. I mean, I, I do a bit of service, but I'm mostly doing kind of new condition, uh, renovation and new construction and service is probably that smaller third of my business. Okay. Uh, generally, but I do, I do it, you know, and uh, I mean, I do rooftop units and I do some commercial stuff, but I'm generally doing, you know, for businesses, but I'm not out there doing process piping at IBM or something, you know, anymore. Yeah. 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 And I noticed on your thing that you're uh, plumbing and HVAC. So you got your HVAC license as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we do, like I said, and I'm not out there like uh, as far as the HVAC part of it goes, I used to have two full-time HVAC guys kind of bit and they would do most of the service and then you know install installs and stuff like that this day and age i'm not out there doing commercial refrigeration or any of that stuff we're doing mini splits you know residential yeah. furnaces generally up to five ton with a coil on it i mean that's pretty much what you're doing yeah um, i'm not out there trying to sell big giant ductwork jobs anymore it's just i don't have the manpower to do it and uh it's just not something i'm really interested in doing honestly like even the service aspect of it, I generally only service the stuff that I'm putting in or for the customers that are mine currently. I'm not out there yeah. advertising, let me clean your AC for $50 with some <laughs> bullshit catch. You know what I mean? That's just not what I'm doing. You know, it's like a, a lot of the stuff that I do, and I have to explain to certain customers, I'm like, look, because like, they'll complain about a price or something. I'm like, look, at 380 or 389 I'm like, I don't even want to do this job. I'm doing this job right? so that when you need a boiler, or you need, you're doing a renovation that you're going to call me. Like, yeah. I'm not going to make any money by the time I drive an hour there, spend two hours to do this work and an hour back, plus my material and my gas. I'm like, I'm doing this as a courtesy. And if you yeah. don't like that, like, you can call anyone you like. But, like, I, I don't Certain services, unless you charge tremendous amounts of money, it's just not worth it. And the big companies around here that do service, I mean, they're charging 700 U.S. to install a gas stove that's already delivered right there. And they're not taking the old one. They're pulling it out hooking it up, putting the anti-tip on, checking it. I'm not even talking about LP conversions. I'm talking natural gas, plug and play, boom, 700 bucks plus tax. Yeah. You know, I come out, I'm, you know, maybe it's two, 300 bucks or something like that, you know, and people don't yeah. like that even. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. People, like, people don't like anything. No. <laughs> we have a really hard, here, I have a really hard, and I wouldn't say hard, but it's a difficult uh, uh, market to break into the, the residential or not break into, just make any money at, at the residential side of things because everybody's doing it for 50 bucks cheaper, right? Right, and I've compared, like people have compared, generally I'm, I always get, the, I, I very rarely lose a bid, and it's not necessarily that I'm super dirt cheap, but most of the people that are using me want me because I'm me. That's not, like, I'm not just the regular guy you're going to call. Yeah, I haven't advertised. I haven't spent one cent on advertising since 2006. Like, I just don't have to do. So generally, I get multiple people. They're like, oh, two or three different people all said to call you, so you must be the guy, you know? Yeah. And that's generally yeah. what I get. The people that you could tell call you just because you're another name, those, can... those are the ones that want to compare all the numbers and stuff like that. And the thing is, is I'm cheaper than a lot of guys when it comes down to it. And I said this before also. It's like, for example, if we were going to both bid the same job, and it was a, let's just say it's a, a Navi and NCB 240 combi or whatever. Yeah, how one, one guy pipes it into the next. Again, there's those in and out, in and out, no service valves, uh, air scoop, not a separator, this and that. You know, 
no neutralizers, no, no, you know, there's a million ways to, to skin a cat when it goes to that. And some people go, oh, this guy's 800 bucks less than you. I'm like, yeah, but he used $1,900 yeah. less material than me. <laughs> and he didn't yeah. do the job right. And, you know, I spend a, a day cleaning out your, your cast, your pipes and your radiators and, you know, inhibiting the water and everything else, you know, it's like pulling yeah. spray when I'm leaving there. Demineralizing, like these guys are just in and out, no strainer, no nothing, just clogging the shit out of the heat exchanger. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it gets frustrating when there's you have to really kind of be be like, well, this is what I'm not saying that this guy is going to do that, but is this guy going to do this? Because I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And if something's wrong, I'm going to fix it. Like it is what it is. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot yeah. of calls for stuff where I'm going out and fixing stuff that's brand new because the guy that just put it in two months ago came once couldn't. Fix figure it out came twice couldn't figure it out and then just never answered the phone again yeah so yeah. <laughs> that's why we're i frankly i say it all the time that's why we're so busy is because the new guys uh the new install guys that do it cheap have no idea how to fix anything right right and so the second something goes wrong it's either warranty and you're getting a new one or call someone else or wait for the warranty to expire and we'll sell you a new one or some of the prices that people complain about back to that real quick is like, Oh, it's uh, you know, my uncle's friend who's been retired and it's like, he's doing it on a Saturday. And I'm like, of course I, I'm like, I couldn't do that for 300 bucks. Like I would lose money and I could prove it to you. Yeah. Like this guy's coming out in a Subaru and, <laughs> and, and what else is he going to be doing on that Saturday fishing? Like, of course, like he could do that for nothing. Like it's, it's <laughs> tough being in business. The, the cost of everything, you know, like I said, it's just like employees, like over there, you were just saying last week, like, yeah. If I pay a guy, and let's just use $1,000 as an example. If I pay somebody $1,000 a week for 40 hours, which would be $25 an hour, and nobody works for that anymore. No. <clears throat> by the time my payroll taxes go through, and I corporately match what they get deducted. So if you make $1,000 and claim zero on your federal forms, and they take out the maximum withholdings, let's say it's 325 bucks, I have to match that. So now yep. I paid you a thousand. Now I paid you thirteen twenty-five, yep. and then to every hundred dollars, I have to pay workers' compensation yep. at twenty-one percent. Now there's another two hundred and ten dollars. So now it's twenty-one percent. That's the base. That's for what we're doing. Yeah. So I'm at you know, like I said, it works out. Then you got you know unemployment, liability, disability, all this other shit. So if I pay somebody a thousand dollars a week as a base pay for a salary. It costs me like seventeen hundred dollars to the company. Yeah. By the time it's all said and done, and it's just the yeah. same when I get it. When I get a check, like a, each truck, if I'm sitting home, it's going to cost me a hundred or hundred fifty dollars to not leave the office. Yeah. Right? Just that's just what it costs me per day to pay for all my insurances, my commercial auto policies for all these trucks, and my all my payments on trucks and licensing fees, all this stuff, and everything else. So by the time that you you take that into account, and then one call you go to could be $40 in gas and then you know, all this other stuff. And I try to explain to people that like that $500 bill, that was all I was able to get, get done that day because I charged you that little amount. You take away yeah. all this stuff. And then by the time I get a check into my pocket, which I also pay 30, 38% tax they take from me. And I have to corporately match that myself. So it's my money times two. I right. end up with like 80 <laughs> bucks for the day. Like how much do you go to work for? You know, it's like, it's just like the, the certain things with flat rate where it's like, I, I have no problem pricing a boiler system or something flat rate, but with certain things where you don't know the diagnostic time that's going to be involved with certain things, it's like you've said in the past, it's just not worth it. And I try to explain it to you. I'm like, listen, your lady, you're a teacher. This is like, 
me telling you that, yes, you're going to make that $100,000 a year as your salary, but if any of those kids don't pass to graduate, you have to work the whole summer for free and yeah. possibly nighttime until they can pass at a 90% average. Are you willing to go to work for weeks for free? Like, it's the same concept. Yeah. They just don't get it, right? And that's the sort of the hidden, <coughs> the hidden cost of bringing on people. And <clears throat> like you say, if you have, if you have, you know, you can only work, well, we'll say 10 hours a day and you have 16 hours worth of work and it's literally not worth it to bring on a second guy unless you're literally have 24 hours worth of work because you got to keep that guy busy and make money on top of it. Right. Right. I mean, I generally, I had, you know, for years I had between six and seven people on board and five trucks running and my payroll, depending on you know, overtime stuff and this and that was, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 a month. Um, <laughs> that's an insane number, right? So we would like, I can't it. believe that we did that anyway. <laughs> but it's like the work is always there, but it doesn't mean that the money's there. And it's nope. not that it's theoretically not our money, but we don't always get paid that money when we need it. We get it at certain parts of the job and that job, even though we're done with our stuff, the tile guy might not be done. The carpenter yep. might not be gone. The windows might've been back ordered. There's all these things that come into play to push back some of these big payments. In the meantime, guys still need to be paid on Friday. So it's, it could be yep. really stressful and expensive. And then if, even as far as people complaining about the price of the big companies, I mean, that's, that's why it is. Like these guys have guys making $60 an hour sitting there waiting for that phone to ring. That's just how it works, you know? That's what you're paying for, yeah. that service, to get them like that. Because you're not always going to get me like, like that in the snap of the finger. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. And people are like, it's so great. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm glad I could help you, but it might not be this time, this way, the next time you call me, you know, just so you know. Yeah, it's true. Uh, you know, when, that's why I got In fact, in 2008, that's when I left new construction for that very reason. You know, when the, when the bank draws come due, I'm like, listen, I submitted my invoice like six weeks ago. Like, yeah, we just got to get the windows in. I'm like, I don't care about the effing windows. Like, I need my 120 day because I'm, I'm bleeding all over the place trying to pay my, keep my guys happy and pay all the bills, keep the government off my ass, and you guys are waiting for windows to be installed. Right. Yeah, you have to find your, your niche into what makes sense. Like, I don't do a lot of work for New York State. Like, it's, they have 90 days to pay you. And yep. then in 90 days, when you don't get a check, you got to call three different people. Yep. And then they're like, oh, yeah, okay, no problem. And it'll take another month or two to get that money. Like, yeah. who's got, you know, it's, and certain contractors, like the bigger contractors I've worked with, some of them in contract have it that they don't, the last person to be done on that job site. So the last guy, the last man or woman sprinkling, you know, crushed marble around a fern, you know, <laughs> that of the landscaping, the last person on that damn job six months or four months to pay out everybody for their final yeah. from the day that that person's done planting tulips or something. Yeah. And it's like, for me, like same thing. I'm out on that stuff. I'm the state calls me all the tea in China. is not going to make me do your job. Cause I don't want to put all that money out and wait. Like I do some yeah. stuff, but even contractors, like the contractors I do work for still, they're guys I've worked with for 15 years and they pay me a lot of stuff. I don't even bid. I come in and I'm like, yeah. between 20 and 25 and that includes this this and that i don't even sign a paper half the time it's people that i'm that close with and and that's but that's what it takes though right like how long did it take you to get there like yeah. that's not you started in 2004 like were you you know 
what's the what's the the timeline on and developing relationships like that for you? Uh, I like I say I started the business in '04 and I didn't really get to that point. I had a few customers that had like estates, like bigger places that would I could stay pretty busy at doing stuff up until about, about 2007 or so. But I didn't really have the the contractor big gigs where I was really locked in. I had a lot of contractors. A lot of those guys were on the blacklist, though they got cut. But yeah, uh, yeah. The few that I still do <laughs> stuff for. I mean, it took me a, a solid five or six years to get right. that yeah. kind of work consistently with bigger companies that were going to pay for sure. Yeah. No, it takes a while to, it's almost, I don't know how to equate it to, it's almost like dating. Like you're like, okay, is this going to work out? Like, are we going to make this happen? And, yeah. and, uh, actually you're a dick. So I'm out of here. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. Yeah. Cause I'm that, as far as saying that you're a dick, like I'm kind of that, I'm not to say I'm a dick. I mean, or you can, I don't, it doesn't matter either uh, way, but I, I, it's I have a lot of people that I get work from real estate agents and stuff like that, that absolutely love me. They literally tell their customers, they're like, he's very upfront. You might not like it. <laughs> and it's not like I have a bad attitude, but I look at it like I'm real, very realistic. And I'll tell you, if you're telling me you want to do something and it's pretty stupid, I'm not going to call you an idiot and say it's stupid, but I'm like, well, why don't we consider this or look at this or, or just sometimes I'll be like, no, I'm not going to do that because that would be stupid. Yeah. You know, like, like people that call you with a, a Victorian big balloon construction house and want high efficiency heat and they've got R0 in the attic. It's literally <laughs> like nothing up. I'm like, no, you're never going to save money. Fix your house. Then we'll, then we'll come look at it next year and put your boiler in. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I'm not, it's not that I'm so much of a dick, but I don't like going around. I don't like trying to sell people. Some of these big companies around here, what they're doing is they're like, oh, well, for this amount of money, we could sell you our silver service. Or shittier service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you pay us an extra hundred fifty dollars, it'll give you gold service, and we're gonna not get your floor dirty. I don't even know what that means. Like, we'll do a less shitty job. What does that mean? Like, I could never tell. Listen, I'll fully like admit that we tried to do that. We had platinum service and gold service and silver. We didn't do bronze because that was like we'll just come and crap on your floor and leave. <laughs> but it's like the silver I, I service. We leave the garbage and shit. We don't take away the water. Yeah. <laughs> We, we literally tried to do that for freaking a year <laughs> and a half. And I'm like, this is like, literally, I'm like, I'm in, like, I, I feel stupid trying to sell this to people because it's yeah. ridiculous. Why don't we just give you the best that we can charge what well, we like, need to and you decide yeah, and if it's worth people, your money. It rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Cause they're like, so if I don't pay you this extra money, you're not going to do like good yeah. work for me or what, what does that <laughs> mean? And I'm like, and I worked for, like I said, when I left the big company I was working for, we had 30, almost 30 vans running. And uh, everybody did. Everybody that wasn't a dummy made really good money. Keep in mind, a 26-man yeah. crew, you've got five real top dogs and a lot of mediocre guys and then just some guys that shouldn't even be be there. They it's the 80-20 rule, isn't it? It's the <laughs> 80 much. 20. 20% of the people know what the F they're doing and are awesome. 80% are morons. Right. I'm sorry. But that's how it is. That company had like a customer protection plan kind of thing <laughs> where it's like you'd sell this thing back then. It was $135 or something. And I would literally get $100 of that money yep. if I sold them this plan. So yep. if you, you sell so they'd get discounts on future work. Of course, yep. everything came out of the book, all that shit. But I 
would never, ever, ever sell one of those damn plans. I sold a shitload of them, but never, ever did I sell one of those plans on a small service. I only sold them to people where I'm like, listen, if you sign this paper and you ever call us again, you've got enough work value here to where this plan's free for you. I make a hundred bucks and you get cheaper work in the future. The only yeah. time I ever sold that thing was if it was like going to make their bill currently less and they yeah. save more if they ever call us again. Yeah. And then I get a hundred bucks on top of my commission, which back then, if you make over five grand a week, it was like 30%. It was a lot. I had weeks where I was yeah, yeah. making, you know, five thousand, eight thousand dollars back then. Yeah. So well, like, yeah, we ours lasted about a year and a half, and we did the exact same thing with our techs. Listen, if you sell this, I don't think we gave them a hundred bucks, but it was one hundred thirty-five for like the uh, uh, platinum plan, and the hundred bucks for the gold, and like seventy-five for the sh <laughs> shit. You <laughs> shit plan. <laughs> <laughs> just give us your money and we don't care about you is basically what it was <laughs> we'll treat you like everybody else but you can pay oh, me 75 man. bucks to be treated like dirt yep yep that's the truth it's the, it's the truth and there's so many people like this guy and he wasn't a horrible guy that i worked for at this last company you know again i left there in 03 or something but this guy was like to the he was he wasn't even a plumber. He actually threatened to sue the plumbing board for not giving him a license. Like, you can't just go be like, oh, I'm going to sit in for this test. You either need your journeyman card, and you have to show this that you have your time in. Like, or if you didn't, if you weren't a union guy, you have to show documentation by W-2s from your tax returns that you worked under another license for that duration of hours or years, I should say. So anywhere around, it could be between five and ten years experience to even sit for the test. To, to get a master license, and he didn't do shit. So yeah, somehow he managed to do this to even run this company. <clears throat> but he had all these schemes. He had a leasing company. He bought his vans for the company and leased them through his own leasing company for tax writers. Yeah, yeah. He owned all yeah. these buildings and apartments. Even at the shop, there was apartments, and he rented to the plumbers and made made that back from him. He was he was actually a smart guy, but he was he had this weird thing going on. He started like importing guys from like South Africa. Right? This sounds bizarre. Oh, yeah. I know this is. He was literally flying guys in from South Africa. And it's a whole other animal. Like, some of them are really nice guys. But it was like, for example, they had their own. <laughs> Dude, I can't make this shit up. We had a crew of fucking South African guys, okay? This one guy, he was a great guy. His name was Curtis. And he was, the first day I met this guy, because we were kind of briefed on these guys coming in. And yeah. this guy's going to run this crew of six south african dudes <laughs> on temporary visas and i was like what the fuck what are you talking about <laughs> so this guy curtis is like my dream was to come to america and see celine dion live and i'm like she's canadian but okay <laughs> the second this guy said that i was like your dream was to come here to see celine dion i was like what are we doing here and then i'm talking and none of them dude the sight of an imperial tape measure blew these guys minds which i can understand that but the, it's like the way we call things. Like, I just made a post on TikTok, and I had a million guys calling me an idiot because, oh, they're like, that's not a that's not a T.Y., that's a sanitary. Of course it's a sanitary T, but a sanitary T is a T.Y. That's yeah. the same. I literally had my own chops busted because we call them T.Y.s up here, and people are like, you moron, it's a sanitary T. I'm like, okay, well, nomenclature is whatever it is. A 90 is a quarter bend, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, it's the same fucking thing. It's not the difference is is like, oh no, that's a Y and an eighth. Well, yeah, it is a Y and an eighth. And then some like, oh, it's a combo. 
a, a Y with a street 45 is an eight, you know, a combo. It's not a combo. A combo is a singular fitting that has the street 45 on it. You know, it's like a, a yeah. Y and an eighth. I get, but yeah, apple, potatoes, potatoes, you know, but um, this yeah. guy, these, these guys were calling it like a pipe wrench. They call it a Bubba John. A Bubba John. <laughs> so that's a monkey, I guess. That's what they call a <laughs> monkey or some shit. I don't know. I was like, what the hell is a Bubba John? Ah, the Bubba John. I'm like, and then keep in mind when I say South African, these are all white guys. Yeah. Except for one guy. It's just like they just sound like they uh, slightly, you know, like kind of like Australian y. Not the yeah, yeah, that's all that. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Then the one guy, the one guy's got a, he's got a set of golf clubs in the back of his van. I'm like, what the hell are you doing with the golf clubs? He's like, oh, I use it as a dick. I said, what? He's like, I stick my dick. The guy told the one customer he stuck his dick in the pipe. And this lady called the officers and got furious. They call a snake a dick in certain parts of South Africa. And this guy told the customer he stuck his dick in the pipe and couldn't get the clog out. And then she sees him walking out, and the lady calls the officer. She's like, he's got a golf club in his hand. And told me he stuck his dick in the pipe. I was like, dude, I'm telling you, like I said, they were really good guys. They were great guys, but they were so freaking funny because of just our difference in, in so, culture and language. It, different, was, eh? it was baffling. I was like, holy crap. That Absolutely is awesome. Wild. <laughs> we had uh, we had a company up here that was called Mexican, and uh, <laughs> there was a hyphen between the I and the C, so it was Mexican, <laughs> and they would. <laughs> We're gonna get kicked off. We're gonna get banned. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and they would bring up they would bring up temporary workers from Mexico. They didn't speak a word. Like <laughs> it's Canada for one. So like Spanish, like nobody here speaks Spanish or very little. You know what I mean? Like it's not some sort of rogue, you know, second language. These guys are speaking Spanish, and I'm just like, dude, I, I, I know C, and that is it, yeah. and no, anything yeah. else, I'm totally lost. And the, so it didn't last very long. Spanish. There's a lot of Spanish. There's a lot of Mexicans. Like for example, like uh, just south of me, there's the highest concentration of Guatemalans outside of Guatemala in the world. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of Spanish place speaking places here. But I just picture these guys rolling up and hitting like the La Cucaracha horn or something. <laughs> Getting out the we can. The guy that ran it was like, "This is going to be so good." I'm like, and it, we ended up calling it Mexicant because it was just a yeah. total freaking disaster. <laughs> just, it's just funny some of these some of these schemes and shit man like it's crazy to me yeah no he <laughs> bought a house and stuck like you know eight of them in one house and anyway it was uh it was bananas absolutely insan insanity <laughs> yep <laughs> it's like so I you're mean, a bit I of a so you're a bit of a hockey player you're in between freaking my kids. You said you had to find out if you're playing hockey or not. My kids, my kids playing hockey. Oh, like I said, I'm kids. You know, I, excuse me. I played when I was a kid a little bit. You know what I mean. And I'll still go out now and mess around, but I'm definitely not out playing men's league, getting smashed, and you know what I mean. My feet hurt after about 20 minutes. I'm like, oh my god, my skates are killing me. Yeah. Like the last, you know, I went out dressed as gritty recently. You know, you know the flyer yeah, yeah, yeah. that pisses everybody yeah. off. I got that suit. And, all the kids beat the crap out of me on the ice for an hour. And <laughs> that's my holiday thing. When we do the holiday stuff, I come out as gritty and get beat up. Nice. Next year, maybe I'll be the Grinch or something. But, yeah, my both of my kids 
are in tournament-bound hockey. So, of course, it leads me financially dry, uh, tens of thousands of dollars a year. It's insane. And I'm not, you know, like I said, it's, it's, uh, I'm not that wealthy. You know what I mean? Like it's to the point where just like just right to yesterday and today we had to go to Connecticut and get more stuff. I'm like my 12 year old needs new gear again. They're both goalies too, so it's just tremendously expensive. Oh, that sucks. And I'm like, <laughs> and they both have skate out gear for every because they still do skills and stuff like that. So they yeah. both have. I mean, it's the equipment alone they grow out of every few months. Like I still have seventeen hundred dollars for his chest pad and his and his legs and uh and a skate that he doesn't fit in now i didn't pay it off on the credit card from a couple months ago now i had to re rebuy the stuff i'm like christ man dude and, that, and like i said these tournaments it's the driving it's the food it's the hotels it's it's everything it's yeah. tremendously expensive yeah like i have i talked to a mother in man we might have been in jersey or pennsylvania or something at a, at a tournament a while back and she has two kids and she said she spent over fifty thousand dollars u.s last year on, on tournaments i and hotels. And I was probably at about twenty five total for both kids, and I was like, "Man, that's a lot." And I was like, "Oh!" And then, like, like, how many rinks do you guys have down there? Like, wife's time must be crazy expensive, no? Uh, I mean, right locally to me, there's two frequent. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, people look at like Canada as being like more hockey oriented, but New York, I mean, we've got three NHL teams. I mean, it's like yeah. yeah. New York's New York's pretty big hockey town, you know. Um, so there's a lot of rinks, but you know it's it's not cheap. And right now, like our regular season, my my 12 year old actually they they won their division uh, and got number one on on their what they were doing and um, did really well. Like my son let in 13 goals the whole season of actual season games. Oh, how many games? 16 games or something like that that they oh, played. Nice. But the closest to him, is how many goals? Let in by a goalie was like thirty-two or thirty-six, so he's like he's doing really well. But now he's we're getting him into spring league now, and now like the goalie coaches and stuff like that because we go to a few different places, one up up near like Albany area or Troy, yeah. and then uh, another one way down in Brewster, which more toward the city. And now they're trying trying to put him on like this triple a team which is actually it's their logo is rad right away i was like oh shit yeah it almost looks like bob baker but with a skeleton face is their logo which <laughs> it's big bearded viking they're called the you know the oil kings and i was like no way i was like he needs to be on that team and i'm like damn another five thousand dollars to get the kids on their, that like triple a team and it's like you know that and then it's the, the, the specialty clinics every week the goalie clinics you know the, they want they go to this place called mac it's fifteen hundred dollars a kid per week. It's like, geez, holy geez. Yeah, yeah. I was, that Alan, Carlson, quick, it? Alan Carlson was like, "I just had to buy a three hundred dollar bat for my son and a ninety dollar cleats." <laughs> I was like, "Let me show you something, buddy." I just sent a few pictures to him. He was like, "Oh God." I'm like, "Dude, it's it's stressful." Careful what you say, right? <laughs> yeah, and like, I grew up a super super poor kid. I didn't have shit, you know. And uh, yeah. Until I got it, my I don't own anything anybody ever gave me. Parents, nothing like that. I, my parents haven't spoken to me in twenty years. You know what I mean? I haven't seen anyone yeah. unless they've needed something a few times. They've never even seen my kids. You know, so it's like everything I got, I earned it. And it's like I can't, can't really sometimes, depending on again, it's not that the money's not there and I'm not working every day, but you don't always have that spare twenty yeah. grand to throw around all the time. You know what I mean? So sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh god, but I don't want to say no because. I always wanted to do that when I was a kid, but nobody was. I was lucky to get the twelve dollar payment to play little league when I was a kid. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> I know it, man. Those kids. 
kids will ruin your life, man. They'll destroy yeah. your life, but they're worth it. I know. I'm, I'm just hoping like they, one of them, at least one of them, gets a scholarship or something to get through school. Because I'm like the money I spent, I could have sent them both to Harvard by the night. By the time they're 16, you know, it's yeah. like crazy. Is that is that a is that a serious possibility? It must be if they're going to be triple A. Uh, with my oldest, not the debt to knock down my littlest one, but my oldest boy is. I mean, he, he he eats, breathes, and sleeps it. I mean, you could put him, no doubt, with top NHL stars that are retired newscasters, and you could sit him in a little chair there in the studio, and he could he could sit and spit stats about what oh, happened in the 1959 Stanley Cup, and he'll talk about players. That he, the kids, this is all he does. It's like it's the only thing he cares about, and he's um, he's a yeah. Great student too. He's an honor roll student every every quarter, you know, that he's on there. But hockey is the only thing he cares about. So if he stays this way, and he keeps getting as good as he is, then then maybe you know, like if he could if he could do something, yeah, fine. And I'm not I'm not talking about NHL. I'm talking about scholarships. No. NHL is another thing. Oh. But you know, obviously that's great. You know what I mean? Like look at Charlie McAvoy. You know, Kevin McAvoy's causing there, yeah. like crushing it. He's the best defender yeah. in the NHL. He's yep. a mate, you know, and he's right from Long Beach, New York, you know, right out of Long yeah. Island. No, I've said the same thing to my own kids. Like, Brooklyn's playing college basketball right now, and she's in her third year, and I'm like, when she started, I'm like, all that matters is is getting your scholarship and getting your education, right? Because you're not going to the WNBA. You're not going to get make any money off of this. You just need to t use that opportunity to flip it into something it's beneficial to your life. Right. So. Right. That's, that's what's up. Like my oldest boy, like keeps, you know, at this point, he's wants to be at West point. That's another commitment. It's like, and I know, you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. But like, if, if you get to West point, I mean, you don't just get to get, you know, go to school, play hockey. Like it's a, you have a military commitment. You, you have an officer's commitment if you can. Yeah. And that, that's not free. Like you're, you're signing, you're signing some commitment there that you have, have to legally abide by and make sure that you, you know, you never know where you're going to end up and what you're going to be doing. So you got to make sure that that's what you want. Cause right now you're looking at it like you like West point cause you like hockey and you like, you know, you're a fan of the army and, and all that. But so how does that, see how that goes. I don't know how that works. Like do you have to pay to go to West point. So West point, for example, um, there's a goalie that's been a mentor of my kids uh, for years now. He actually plays pro now for an AHL uh, team. And they set it up now so that if you do go, because they are a Division One NCAA team, you know, so if you're playing in somewhere, you know, if you're playing for West Point, you have commitment already when you're going to school there that you have to provide service. You know, you have to serve. To That's part of the – that's just giving you free okay. schooling. You're, you're in military service. Yeah, okay. And that's how that works. And um, they have a thing now where if you get pro contracts, another guy, Dominic Franco, was pulled up to the AHL and he was playing for the Americans, which is a Sabres yep. AHL team. Yeah. And if you get a pro contract, you can delay your service and potentially get out of it if need be, if you become a great a Gretzky or something, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. up yeah. to that point it wasn't very appealing. Now the problem with West Point is it's not a problem, but the problem with some of these teams that were playing is if you look at the backs of their jerseys, they're all Swedish and Russian and they're you know you know what I mean? From all over the world. Like, West Point, you can't do that. West Point, you must be American 
You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. that's you, we, we can't pull in Russian players to a military installation. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. have to, so our, our pool of grabbing people is, is smaller. And then you have commitment of service that comes after four that. Years or five? It should be of service. four, I think, minimum. Yeah. But if you're going for an officer spot, I mean, generally a lot of those people are wanting, you know, career out of it, I would imagine. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. an interesting, it's an interesting concept. Plumber, and how sales. far? Up, Pete? How far away from you is that West, decision for you? Uh, he's coming up on, on thirteen. So I mean, he's got a little ways to go. But you got a couple years to go. He's got a few years to go, but he's getting to the point now where people are talking about him, and uh, it's weird to see like little young kids how big like they're all, they're talking about. Oh, they're scouts at some of these places. These guys are legitimately out there when your kids are 12, 13, yep. 15 years old. It's crazy they know, up here. They know who the like hell Canada is, is insane. Right? By the time your kid's <clears throat> in high school, they know who the hell he is if he's good. Yeah. Yeah, my nephew is my ne nephew is uh uh 15. He's playing for for uh the uh, CHL team, which is the same as the American but the Canadian side of that. Uh, and he hopes to, he turns 16 sometime next year. There's a scout all over the place and he hopes he gets drafted at 16, right? And he won't be able to play for like NHL for like two or you know three or four years, but that's like, they've known who that kid is for four years now. Right. One of the current, the current, uh, main goalie on West Point right now, I think his brother has a contract in Canada playing for like Saskatoon or some. Someplace like that. A blade or something. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> hockey, Pete. Yeah, I was going to say, we're not talking about football. Yep. And, and by football, he's probably talking about soccer. He's about soccer. Soccer's over. The World Cup's over, man. We don't talk about it anymore. Bob, let me say, if you if you don't follow Pete on Plumber's Tales, you got to check him out, dude. He's a I will. Like, if, if you want to laugh every day of your life, he's... <laughs> laugh every day of my life. Dude, okay, he is a freaking riot. Like the shit, the stuff he posts, and it just every video. He's just a wise ass comedian, really. That that's plumber by day. Freaking yeah. hilarious guy, though. Dude, I'm telling you, some of his videos almost make you piss a little. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Here? Pardon my language. <laughs> right, but as soon as we're done, I'll fall up, and and it's Pete. I'll check him out. He's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> dude, yesterday he posted a video yesterday, and I was like, "Oh my god!" What, like the time, I don't even know what the hell he's doing. Like, I, he's the guy you definitely want to work with, although he's probably not fun to work with because he seems like he'd be a real lazy prick. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's so get off your effing camera and get to work. <laughs> he's so funny. The shit he does, it's like just probably shenanigans all day long. He's the kind of guy. Like, I, um, I'm just throwing it out there. Because he's the kind of guy that would probably think it's funny to just like it'd be a cold day and just pour a cold water on your seat before you go and sit down and get your wet ass. Yeah, exactly. You know, just shenanigans <laughs> have, the guy every day. And have the camera uh, freaking so you can watch your reaction to it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. But um, <laughs> definitely right, so, to work with. Uh, what would your, you know, we got. I'm one of the older guys on here, obviously. You're probably, how old are you? 40-something? 40 42. So you've, you know, you've been in it for 15, 16 years on your own, yeah. and then 20, probably 20 years to round I mean, it out. 
I got 24 in now. I started when I was, uh, well, maybe more. I started when I was 16. I didn't work, you know, I was on my own by the time I was 18 doing yeah. service stuff. So I've yeah. got, you know, 20 coming up on, depending on how you look at it, 25 years. In That's June. awesome. Uh, and I've never done it. So what else. is your, what's your advice to some dude that's been in it for three years? Learn stuff. Um, don't get too comfortable <laughs> in thinking you know stuff because every five years, I think I know a lot of stuff and I look back, I'm like, I didn't know anything. Yeah. You know, it's like, if you got to adapt, um, what I do notice is some of the older guys where I'm not to that point yet. Um, I'm still always trying to study up and learn as much as I can on everything. Uh, but I was always that way, and that got me way further ahead of the game by being much more valuable, uh, learning everything I could. And back then, we were taking books home and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And now, with with guys like me and you, where you can just call us out and the shit we post and on the internet and the Google yeah. and all that, you can find anything you want to know. But I feel like uh, some of the older guys around here, the second high efficiency boilers came out, they were just they, they're done. They eighty percent oil and gas is all they. Want to touch, you know, as long as you want to keep learning, you'll be fine. Like, it's a good business, it's a good trade. Um, if you don't waste, if you don't have kids, you're gonna do great. <laughs> no, it's, it just depends on, on what you want to do, you know. Really, the, the amount of money we could make, like back when I could work, you know, 80 and 100 hour weeks, you know what I mean, which I still can sometimes. But if you know, if you save your money and invest it right, I mean, you can make a fortune. You know, I, I've wasted more money than some people ever made, you know. True. The trade, the trade for me has just been absolutely outstanding. It doesn't. It's been you know like anything else. There's sacrifice and hard work, and you gotta you know decide where you're gonna spend your hours. But uh, you know, I, honestly, it's provided me the opportunity to provide incredibly well for five kids. Yeah. That, well, my that have wanted for yeah wanted for nothing, and the and. Sort of along what you just said, along those same lines, you know, there's lots of guys that when high efficiency, whatever came out, they're like, I'm freaking done. Like, I'm not learning anymore. It's over. Uh, um, yeah, you, do, you, and, want, you have to keep trying to get better. Otherwise, you're going to sink. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not out there trying to learn, um, that's it. And you just, you just have to. And I, as you know, like, it, it when I first started, there was like, the change was slow. Like maybe every five or six years, something new would come out. But you go to these trade shows now, and like every six months, you're like, "Holy crap! How does that? How's that going to change my installs, or you know, how I do business, or like even with software and crap, right? How yeah. do you implement that in your life? Everything is is baffling. Like I said, just even the control aspect of things and how we're doing stuff now. It's like you know, it was bad. It was hard enough. It was like originally years ago for me trying to like program and set boilers and stuff. I was like, oh my god! Like then it's like you, you know, some. Did of the, you have to work on the Techmar system? Oh my! I was just gonna say, dude. Then you got Techmar <laughs> shit that comes out, and you're like, what the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's just a whole other animal and then you're like then you come out with all this other stuff and now it's now the way we got it now is everybody can do anything they want on their phone which includes screwing up your boiler if you can't lock them out on certain programs it's like yeah holy yeah. shit man it's uh it's wild it's crazy and, now we got, and not not only that but now we have systems where it's like hydro air units that are you know fed by heat pumps and also have backup hybrid systems with radiant and with an ac and all this other shit and it's like, oh my 
God, just figuring out how to make it all work in harmony sometimes is like, dude, I can't imagine. 15 years years ago, it'll... I would have been like, Jesus. No, it's true. I remember thinking, I took, I took like four Techmar courses over the course of six months, like every other weekend for whatever, to try and be like Techmar certified. And then, which you bought, which was great, and I can do everything I need to do. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm super awesome. And then I remember the first boiler that I hooked up was probably 15 years ago that was connected to Wi-Fi. And you're like, oh, oh so I don't need this freaking Techmar crap anymore? Which we still use on the commercial side of things, but yeah. Anyway, I did a I did a system for uh, a guy that used to be the manager for the Red Sox at his house. I'm you know NDA stuff, so that's more than I probably should have said. But anyhow, like I said, I remember just being <laughs> like trying to figure that stuff out. I'm like, oh my god, this is years ago, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it's like there's certain things where like to be a kid. Better like, when I started, I mean, we didn't really even use pecs, you know, and it just it wasn't really there. It was just copper still, and, you know, there was still guys sometimes still pouring lead joints and shit like that, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, yeah, it's, it's like, I mean, once in a while, I'll, I'll have to do a lead pan or something like that, and I'll have to pour a little drain joint or something, but not very often. But for the most part, I remember being like, I'm never going to use pecs. Like, that's junk, because back then, what we had was, like, Quest, you know? Poly yeah. B, Quest, that would just fall down. Poly B, yeah. So yeah, we, but now it's like you'd be a fool to not think that PEX is a superior product in most applications. It's just crazy. Well, you just did your little thing, right? A couple, a couple hours ago with the difference between A and B, right? Oh yeah. Well, it was just because a couple different people were like, "Oh, what's is better for freezing?" And they're, they're really both better, but than than the alternatives. But again, like I said in the video, it's like everybody goes, "Oh, A," because it expands. Well, B expands also, but B can handle. Yeah almost double the burst pressure so it's like the, the fittings are a different thing but for tubing wise you know what i mean i sometimes a is nicer because it's a little more flexible yeah like i said the actual vega tubing is right in between b and a as far as flexibility goes so it's not like trying to get that crap from home depot where it's just like super hard yeah. you know <laughs> like the you know what i mean the apollo or something i do stiff as a board but then again, sometimes it's nice running that tubing where it's stiff as a board and you're strapping it up laser straight, and because there's Making nothing the worse than it being cold and it's it's you know it's it's zero outside and you're like oh let me get this this roll of Upanor that's right. stuck like a, a, a fucking eagle claw you know what I mean you're like oh good you know you pull it apart and it just comes right back like a phone cord you know? <laughs> like great yeah that looks that. like it looks like your looks like your mom did it yeah. So right? I mean, there's advantages. Yeah, there's advantages to both. You know what I mean? But I mean, I stick to what I said. You know, as far as strength, I'm going to go with the B-Packs. Makes sense to me. Oh, yeah. So no, I had one I'm guy on one guy on TikTok was kind of he, – he wrote a, a kind of a rhetorical question, but still a question. He was like, I wish they would sell Packs A to homeowners at Lowe's or Home Depot. And I responded with, well, they, they, they do at some Lowe's. They sell Packs yeah. A made by Sharkbite brand. It's made in Spain. He came back with Sharkbite's crap. It's illegal to use here. But, and I'm like, all right, well, it's illegal here too. But I was like, all right. And then I was like, oh, I'm just talking about the... And he's like, oh, the fittings. And I'm like, no, I'm talking about the tubing. And then he was like, incorrect, he responds. He writes, incorrect. Pex A and Pex B are two different size fittings. And I'm like, all right, dude. Like, He's just smart enough. <laughs> just smart enough to be so stupid that I'm like, how am I going to show this guy? 
I'm like, let's you can't. Try That's the problem with those guys. You can't. I responded with, let's try this again. I'm like, Shark Bite is a brand. They sell PEX A and PEX B tubing and fittings, not just push to connect, you know? Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, I'm like, dude, this is like, this was You asked a question, and I was like, well, they do offer it. And then it turned into this whole thing where now you think I'm the dumb one. I'm like, I, I was uh, I was curiously waiting because I was going to be like, well, we should just go live and talk face to face. And I saw his profile and just like some slob and a and a, and a wife beater with spaghetti sauce on his shirt. You know, it's like <laughs> let's have let's have this discussion because you clearly don't have the aptitude to have this discussion with me right now. Not that I'm a brilliant man, but it's like Jesus Christmas. Like some of the stuff that people have to say, and I'm like, dude, I like didn't did you listen to the video? No, lots of those guys just go on there to throw fire, right? They're just flamethrowers. And just it's to... always the guys with the biggest arguments are the most ignorant bastards I've ever seen. Like, they're the worst. The stuff they say. Yeah. And I'm like, like, dude, like, if you're that adamant about it, why not just listen, replay it in your mind, and then try to figure out what you're talking about first, you know? Yeah. Do a little bit of research, right? Okay, the, the tubing at Home Depot from Sharkbite is Type-C. Uh, no. I mean, they might have C at your Home Depot or, or your Lowe's, you but... Uh, get shark, a shark bite sells uh, primarily at like Home Depot. It was Pex B, but they do sell a Pex A with their name branded on it. That is made in Spain. That is an expansion Pex, and they sell the A and B fittings at some yeah, locations. They do. I've never seen a Pex C sold at Home Depot or Lowe's anywhere ever. To be honest, around here, I don't know about in Canada or or wherever. Ah, uh, they sell that. Well, whatever. It's that upgrade from Quest pipe, but. Most of it is uh, most of every, they are upgrading because they realize what crap the uh, that lower grade stuff is. So it's getting it's getting better. Well, Even, Zern um, Zern is making a BPEX now. Have you heard of that product? Not an, no. So you've heard of the Zern brand, but Zern makes a BPEX now that is an expansion PEX. Oh. So it's it's BPEX that can that can be expanded or obviously. Any any packs can be crimped, um, but dude, it's over a thousand pounds burst on it. It's still really? pretty flexible. It, it's yeah, I forgot the name. I'll get back to you in a little bit with the name of the system. But it, it's it's got a hundred year warranty. Not that that means shit either, but it's, it's a hundred year warranty. Well, that's that's, and they're trying to break in with against Upinor and the other big boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean. The advantage in my – and a lot of people go, oh, I only like Upanora. I'm like, that that's fine. And I, I like Upanora also, you right? Because there's those times where you just can't get your pure flow tool in or something or manual tool yeah. in. A, you can expand something, move it around, push it down, you know, get it done. You can't always do that with yeah. crimp or sleeves. There's advantages to it. Um, but a lot of people around here might have PEX AL or, you know, uh, a B-PEX that you can't expand, really. You know what I mean? Especially when it's cold. And there's some people, like, I know uh, John Thompson, like, OG at one point, like, was expanding a specific brand of B, and they, you know, and it's okay. But it's warm in Arizona. If you do that here where it's cold, on older yeah, tubing, yeah, yeah. it's going to split, yeah. and it's going to fail. I've seen yeah. it. So yeah. the advantage to the A tubing is that I can expand it because I have both fittings and people go, Oh, why do you need both? Well, if I'm hitting A to B, I don't want to sit and put male adapters and female adapters and unions and shit all over the place. And 
switch system. Yeah. I'll crimp one end and expand the other. Yeah. So no, you uh, got, like I tend to do that with right? everything. That and or the stores. No, I think you're all right. But yeah, and a lot of, you run out of rings, like especially during this pandemic crap. Like I couldn't get polymer fittings at one point. I was buying four dollar brass fittings. It's like you're, you're <laughs> you know, we can't get. It's like the Upanor even before the pandemic. Oh, we ran out of polymer, so there's no freaking fittings. Now they bring in rehow fittings for a month or something. You know, it's like, or you're just buying whatever you could get. Like it got to a point where I was buying fittings by the thousands just to get polymer fittings in yeah. F-1807 or whatever it's going to be. And now I got crimp rings and all this other stuff. Like, so my preferences and what I use have to be somewhat able to be adapted. Just like you're driving three hours to some of these jobs. Whatever that local yeah. home center or hardware store is going to have, if you're out of rings or what do you use? Expansion rings? What do you use usually for PEX? Yeah, uh, we usually, I've <laughs> been a crimp guy forever with the PEX stuff. And then if it's heating, we use, we expand it, but... Right. Right. Well, really? It's just the same thing. Like if you only have, if you're three hours away and you don't have the right tool and you can only get rings and you don't have a ring crimper, then you're screwed. So it's like I have, I can crimp rings, I can press sleeves, I can expand. Yeah. Uh, I even have the shit cinch clamp tool if I ever need to do that in a pinch. If not, <laughs> then I want to use that. But if, they, if I'm an hour and a half away and the only place open only has cinch clamps, I can do, I can use them yeah. on a little service thing. I'm not going to obviously do that on a rough end or something like that, but you got to be able to do what you need to do. When you need In the service it. world, you gotta you gotta be able to slice and dice it, right? Whatever, yeah. whatever you walk into. <clears throat> so I see on a bunch of your stuff, you're a bit of an antique guy. Are you, are you are you out there looking for old tools and all the time. and uh... all the time? <laughs> I've got some stuff. I'll show you guys soon. Um, it's uh, there's a couple guys now that are getting into it. Like Zig, you follow Zig Pipes? Yeah, Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some of his stuff. He's getting into it and stuff like that, and um. I've been into the old stuff since I was a little kid. You know, my great uncle was like an antiques junkie and I had little cigar boxes with lead soldiers and all that stuff and, you know, cast iron trains and things like that. So I've always been into the old tools. I've got lots and I'll smoke some mine soon. Like I post some stuff every now and then of random weird things that nobody knows really what it is, but I've got some of the yeah, earliest yeah. models of like rigid pipe wrenches like in existence. So there's things like that where it's, you know, I'm trying to always go up on certain things i'll post little bits of stuff and people are like oh you haven't shown any old stuff in a while but every now and then i'll flash some <laughs> stuff up but, but sometimes i like to compile things in a in a certain way to to present them interestingly rather than just being like oh here's this and this there's just something else yeah i know you gotta get your little story behind it because you must have some like pretty awesome places to go i mean given that where you live it's, and it's uh, an old area the british yeah. burned you know the british burned this place back in the 1700s you know it's like there's a lot of history back here like, I, even, I think those are the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, where's my hat? I got my butler's uh, hat somewhere over here. Where the hell is it? Give me one second. I got to find it. It's sitting right here. I don't know if it's here or not. I don't know what the hell I did with it. I believe you. Anyhow, I had a sweet Canadian, like, 300-year-old, like, Military hat. That's pretty. I'll show it to you later. But uh, yeah. Canadians, when we, British. When we came down and burned down the White House, not very many New Americans know that that happened. That was a long time ago. But yeah. <laughs> Canadians, is, it's a whole mixture of pricks up there. It's like the the French, 
You know, yeah, that, you got that's some how... of the French and the English. You got the Scottish up yeah. over there in Nova Scotia. Yeah, so those are my pricks over there. <laughs> the Scots. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we got a whole. We, <laughs> Eastern Canada is crazy. There's so there's a lot of diversity. I think that's the word of the of the century or the decade anyway. Over there, that just keep things interesting, I guess, or crazy, more like crazy. Yeah, I would. That was uh, like I said. I was talking about the the Butler's Rangers, by the way. Who was uh, if you're familiar, I don't know if you're familiar with them or not, but they were a uh, Canadian regiment during the you know Revolutionary War era. Yeah, yeah, we got some comments. Men's coming in here. Yeah, I think Jimmy laughing at him. Yeah, we're all over the place just talking, laughing. <laughs> Mexicans. <laughs> you know. It was Mexican that turned out of, into Mexican. <laughs> the brilliant idea. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. But, well, I know you got some. Uh, I got some hockey games to get to and all the rest of that stuff. What's your uh, What's your parting advice to? Or what, let me say this. Why are you on Instagram? Why are you here? Like, what do you what do you get out of it, or what do you want from it? Honestly, like I said, I like to teach the kids. I like to spit out. Like, I'm not one of those guys to make epic videos of changing a garbage disposal. With you know what I mean? I'm not a videographer. I press play. You know, I mean, we're not far off. We're too yeah. old for that shit. I don't, don't know how to do it like these young guys. So it's like, yeah, I feel and it, and it's honestly like to me, it blows my mind that those like five million views on a video that's just stupid. Like you just changed the p trap and made it seem like the raddest thing that ever happened in the world. And I'm like, like if I don't have a reason to post something that I think is cool or interesting or that you're gonna learn something from, I generally I'm not gonna just post my my lunch or something, you know, or I'm not gonna yeah. post every every boiler. I'm, like, I'm not going to post every stupid boiler I post if there's nothing more to show. You know, if I'm not showing you something or something's different, there's no reason for me to post. So I generally post boring informational stuff. And otherwise, like I said, I have nothing else to offer. So, But this is my free time. This is my fun time. I don't have a life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, and, and every day people call me, other companies, and I help people all the time. So that's kind of my, as far as Instagram, that's become kind of my thing is showing people some stuff. And, uh. Hopefully some of the, a lot of kids, like, you know, I get a lot of nice messages of people thanking me and stuff like yeah. that. So at least I'm helping some people, you know what I mean? Because there are certain people where you look at their stuff and it's like, oh, interesting looking videos, but there's not a damn thing you can get out of any of it. No. no. Really. If I, I've said to a few people, and I do, you know, I do mean this somewhat facetiously, but if I see one more press video, I'm like, great. <laughs> great, you can press. Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it's like I said, I I, I get it. And I, like I said, I'm trying to learn how to do quick TikTok-y things, but I tend to want to like talk and elaborate on what the hell I'm talking about or show you something interesting. And it's a hard thing for me to do to to sit and just be like, you know, I'm, I'm look at this. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, it's fresh. It's like, Sounds like, it looks like you got it in you, man. Come on, Chris. You're like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you got to just like the, the crappy. Music you got to be like my man, uh, like Bo like uh, Matt Boston, who uh, Jimmy's talking about. I mean, he's doing great. Good for him. Um, and that's an interesting side that I don't, I don't know how he gets into like that monetization of this whole thing. It's crazy to me, but I don't know. I feel like some of the biggest accounts are some of the most worthless honestly on here as far as like what you can get from them and it's if anybody's doing and this is nothing to do with that with that dude in particular i'm just saying but like 
some of the yeah, yeah. guys that, that went instantly massive. It's, it's just absolute trash what there's what is on their feet. Like there's nothing that anyone could get out of any of it a lot of times. And I'm like, what I, the fuck are you even doing that for? It's just as much as there's I been, well I think some of it's talk. been done serpentitious, like where they literally bought their followers, right? Absolutely. I don't know how you have a hundred and fifty thousand followers in like three comments. I'm like ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, guys go from seven hundred to making Eric Oni look like a noob like overnight yeah. and have and have no content. You know what I mean? Again, like what does what? It's and then you yeah. see the stuff they do. There's some people I'm like, dude, that's like you're supposed to be a veteran. Like there's some guys again, I'm not gonna name drop, but there's guys on here that are older guys. And they're like, this is and I'm like, that's the shittiest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Like, why would you post that? You know, and I'll post trash like you know. Same thing. You're you're just like me. Like if we're doing something or we made a mistake, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But I'm not like when you're that person that criticizes or or takes other people's content and just wants to talk over it. And you do some of the worst physical things I've ever seen. It's like, like why? There's a why? And I'm not that guy. But there, I full disclosure. I I literally sent those videos to my boys and like look at this. This is terrible. If you want to learn something about this, then learn that this is not how this is done. Like, it's insane. Yeah, it's... Like, again, I'm on here to help people, not just sitting. I'm not out here trying to criticize people and shit on them. But there's certain few people where I've seen that have big followings, and that's all they do is talk over other people's stuff, and then they have shit to say. And it's like, dude, everything you have done with your own hands has been absolute utter trash. Yeah, like, yeah. a two-year apprentice yeah, yeah. would do better than that. Like, why are you... who? Who are you to be like, oh, what I don't like is black. Sh shut up. Like, why do you get to talk over this guy's post? Help the kid out if you think you know better than him. But everything that you do with your own hands looks like you haven't used them ever. So it's like, that's the stuff yeah, that's that bothers a me. Is when, if you're trying to, you know, criticize someone or something like that, it's like, dude, like, either help or don't help. But you're not, like, you just make yourself look like a dick to me. It's true. There's a few guys where I'm like, Man, that's that's not cool, you know. You're not gonna drop any names, eh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, he's with. What's that? You went silent. You went silent there all of a sudden. <laughs> Name drop, but. <laughs> I, I just said again, I'm not trying to be that guy. No, no, I'm just trusting your boss. I also don't think it's hard to figure out who I'm talking about. If you follow no, me. it's not. Like you say, it's not, not hard to look and see what's going on. And it, like you say, the numbers and what they do are just don't add up. Especially, like you say, I, you brought up Eric, which is awesome. I mean, he's literally spent a decade working on his... What that, we'll call it the craft of the internet side of things. With and he has partners that you know help him with his website and his media and all that sort of stuff, sure. which is awesome. Yep. And and it reflects in what he does and in the following that he has and and the respect that he has. And um, and he knows what he's talking about. Those and he knows what he's, he's talking not, about. He's not uh, like I said, Eric. Like that was my. I know that Turbo for some reason just well, Turbo hates most people. Somehow Turbo. we're on his good graces. Turbo hates everybody except for me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was saying. Like I, I get along with him well too. But he's a maniac. But I was like, how the hell do you how the, how do you how are you angry and mad at somebody like Eric? He's just such an intelligent, sweet guy. That's really just a nice. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty wild. Yeah. He, 
Pete said drop some English names. What am I going to talk shit about PB or something? <laughs> the guy does like six hundred pull ups, so that when I'm when I when I see him one day in in London, he kicks the shit out of me. Exactly right. <laughs> like, like, hey, mate. He did he does really well with freaking uh, on YouTube. I was I follow him on YouTube, and he's got like he's. I mean, he's all. And I guess that's maybe what it is. It's like anything else. If you learn how to use this thing properly, then it can go crazy, right? So, but but that's the thing. When I first started, because I guess I've been on Instagram forever. People are like you got a lot of followers. I'm like, no, I don't. Like I've been on here for like seven years. There's guys yeah. like the Plumber Lorian was on here for like six months and went from seven hundred to seven million followers in like two days. You know, it's like I'm not. I'm just saying I'm not, not like I'm not one of these guys. I've been on here since 2014. I started yeah. posting plumbing. I didn't even know there was plumbers on here. 2018, maybe I, I was like, oh, there's plumbers. I was like, oh, this is cool. And I, then I saw guys like Eric, and then I'm like, oh. A lot of stuff, the thing is, is me wanting to talk. Just what I do respect about Eric is he explains things, talks yeah. about. You could, you could learn a lot from Eric, guys like Eric. There's a lot of guys that just post random bullshit that there's not, they don't even know what they're doing half the time themselves, let alone to teach yeah. anyone anything. Because there are guys who post things, like the Flex Shaft when it came out, and I'm like, well, what the hell is that thing? But nobody said anything about it. They just made epic videos of putting it through cut-out pieces of pipe and shit, and I'm like, I want, what is this thing? And I had to find it out. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the frick? Like, you need something, you know, that's something other than the lab coat demonstration? If I'm going to show you something, I want to be like, this is a 16-ounce thermos that's been beat around for 15 years, and it's, mm -hmm. it keeps my drinks warm for six fucking hours. Like, I want to know about it. I don't want it to be like, Take a look at this. Boom, boom, boom. Well, get ready, because we just had World of Concrete, and AHR is coming up, and fucking uh, wet after that, so it's going to be, like, it's going to be a long couple of months of just going all, all the same crap over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm, like, I yeah, yeah, Eric from Mechanical Hub, that's what we're talking about, yeah. Eric, Eric is Johnny. definitely one of the best guys on here as far as learning some stuff. He's still... He's big, but he's not like, he's not some idiot. You know what I mean? He's not just some guy that's no. got random algorithm or paid followings and shit. He's, he knows what he's talking about with anything he's saying. He's very modest and he's got, a, there's a lot you can learn from the guy's got a lot of experience too, you know? Yeah. No, having met Eric and ha actually chatted with him, he's a decent down to earth. He's like the, he's like the rest of the real people that are just like, just trying to make it work. Trying to figure out how to, you know, use the new tech and, you know, share some of his experiences. And I'm like you, you know, I, my, my original account started in 2012 and didn't do anything with it till like 2017 where I'm like, oh, look at that. Yeah. There's actually more than just skanks yeah. and pictures of mountains on here. There's, there's yeah. plumbers on here. Yeah, That's was... cool. I was joining the found it. Like I was really just on here because I have like vintage motorcycles and old Harleys yep. and old British bikes. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. I got Norton Commandos and Triumphs and shit like that, and that was it. And then all of a sudden, I just stumbled across it, and I was like, "Wow!" And that changed it into what I've got now, you know. And even now, like I said, ever since like around August when they changed the reel to video thing, again my account just kind of stopped and dropped, and I got nothing now out of this. I got more followers on TikTok in two months than I have on Instagram in seven years, you know. <laughs> And and comments and it's, it's not a matter of the following. I could give it. They're all from Vietnam, out. Chris. They're all from Vietnam. Everybody no, from TikTok. That are interacting and stuff. You know what I mean? But that's it. Like I said, I'd rather have the, the way it used to be. A lot of people that were actual trade people would communicate and 
talk and share text or, you know, whatever. There'd be a lot of reaction based on it. And then everybody's thing was, oh, the reels, everybody can see it. But now I got a bunch of people that could care less what I'm doing, maybe seeing it and not the people that should be seeing it. So yeah. I feel like uh, oh, yeah. it's like, you know, you post something that's trash and it'll get good, good views, but something important, nobody sees it, you know? So, but it is what it is. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about that, you know? No. And the TikTok thing, I, the, the TikTok community that's on there is not, not, there's some good people on there, but it's a lot more like random nonsense and, and fools on there. Like at least Instagram, we could write a long explanation or you could go live. I mean, you can go live on TikTok too, but it's just a different ball game. There's a lot more, a lot more, uh, you know, shenanigans and clowns on TikTok saying random stuff. I'm sure. Try TikTok. I, I don't do much on there just because I don't really understand what I'm doing there, for one. Yeah, I get far more enjoyment out of this. And then, of course, uh, LinkedIn is great for the for the business side of things. For me, I've been able to make a lot of good contacts with like the uh, manufacturing and you know, side of things through there. I'm on the yeah. LinkedIn now, too recently but i don't do i haven't done much of anything but even on here i don't promote my business i don't i don't want you know what i mean you're never going to see yeah. i'll save 100 bucks by calling armstrong professional <laughs> services like this is for me this is a fun thing that it's supposed to be a fun thing to do it's just a it is. people some shit i'm not out here trying to sell people on commercials and deals like there's a lot of accounts that are you know local guys even and it's just it's all commercials you know it's like i you know I don't get it by this it's like this isn't i'm you know i'm not trying to drum up business i just want to try to help some people have you looked, learn, learn about new stuff you know have you looked into that have you looked into advertising on here no. like it's, it's i have it's crazy like it's expensive for one really? and yeah i think it would be dirt cheap to insta uh, like advertise on instagram if, I mean, I would imagine. It, it's like paying per click right so it's like five cents a click. So, you know, over the course of a month, you can spend, you know, 1200 bucks on your, and, and like, who sees that? Like who, like, I can look at my own analytics and see 50, 60% of my audience is from the States. Yeah. So it's not, you're going to see yeah, that. Yeah, right. Again, what? Yeah, how many people? You're not going to hire me. That's, that's it. Yeah. It's like every single day. I get called. I got three calls last week. People want me to go to Brooklyn. I'm like, I'm not driving. To, like, I don't. I don't service Brooklyn. You know what I mean? It's too far for me. You know, it's too far south. I'm not. It's not that I haven't done stuff there. You know, years back, but I'm not. I'm no. I. That's not where I go. You know. The worst one north. I ever got was I got a call from England through <laughs> Instagram that wanted Pete, me to come fix Pete their was tour. Pranking you. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, lady. No, like that, that, that service call would be like ten thousand dollars a woman. Like, if you want me to come for, if you want to send me ten grand, I'll jump on a plane and come fix your toilet. Other than that, yeah, then you, you'll, you'll get yeah. Uh, before you come out, your van will be robbed. Yeah, Man, they've they've got a tremendous problem with people stealing all their goddamn tools and stuff. <laughs> Pete wrote that was me. Like these, the shit they got to do. Like these guys aren't even like at least in North America. When they steal our shit, like they'll they'll like put your car up on blocks and take the wheels, or they'll just like cut the locks. They're straight up cutting the sides of the vans open and ripping the doors yeah. off them and shit. There, I'm like, I oh see what God. they're doing. <laughs> it's like, what, How do you like, prevent that? It's crazy. Yeah. Well, they're they're using van vaults and stuff like that. But I look at it like I'm like, there's way better. Like they're just beasts. I'm like, dude, I could like 
pick locks and do. There's much better ways to break into a vehicle than literally cut the fucking van in half. Like you could go in with a little rod and you know an airbag and and pop the doors open or something. These guys are coming out sawing the van in half. Like the whole. Not only do they get your shit, but your van's fucked. It's like. <laughs> like, what You're down you? 150 k because you can't even use your van after. Yeah, Pete wrote it so bad. The uh, the van theft. I just made a comment, like speaking to him yesterday's video, about like you know locking his keys in the car and stuff. And I'm like, there's so much goddamn dirt on the back of your van. Nobody's gonna touch it because they're gonna get so dirty <laughs> that they're not even trying to steal your stuff. Yeah, Pete, I don't, I don't understand. Like, what the police do? Nothing. You can't you can't rob. How how could you take somebody's entire livelihood and not do anything about that? And everything these is on video. Yeah. And I'm not saying my I'm, stuff hasn't gotten stolen. I've had a, my veto bag right out of my driveway. Somebody came in. Thank God they, they just saw the, the little hand tools because right next to it's a $1,000 Testo combustion analyzer and, yeah. and all this other stuff they could have took, you know, my cameras. Yeah. So let them have, the, let them have some snips and, and a couple of screwdrivers. But <laughs> it's like my worst, my worst one ever. I was working in an apartment building on the third floor. I was soldering and – for whatever reason, I needed something, so I left all my tools on the ladder. Water was shut down. Line was cut open. Fittings were installed, you know, pasted. Had one solder. Went down to get my shit from my van. Came up. All gone. They, they stole my torch. They stole the ladder. They stole all my tools in the apartment building. Yep. It's wild, you know. Like, at least in New York, they're going to steal your whole van, right? So you can actually <laughs> claim it. Or they're going to steal your tools, but... They're going to break into it. They're not going to sit there and brute force rip your doors off. It's like, <laughs> it's it's absolutely bizarre what they're doing in the UK. Like, this van, I've seen, like, Andy Cam, I think, even had it. And they, like, ripped his sliding door, like, off. Like, like ripped it, shredded it open. Like, <laughs> like Shredder came through with Freddy Krueger's claw or whatever he's got on his, on his glove and shredded it open. Is that Batman open. thing? Like, Didn't Batman have some sort of freaking oh forearm ripper opener <laughs> thing? No, it's, it's just like, dude, it's like there's easier ways to do this. More just sweet, yeah. too. They just go through. They don't give a shit. They're like, Ching. they're just smashing and bashing. Well, then, like you say, it's got to be a whole network of madness to make that happen, I would think. I it's got that. I don't know. Like, all, that, all that stuff's got to be going somewhere. I mean, it's different there, uh, here. You know, it's funny because uh, I used to know one of the old mayors in this Part. And I remember telling him because we had some bad problems and stuff. And I told him I was like, you know what? Uh, you give me and about six of my friends, you give us a federal pardon, and I guarantee you, within about two weeks, yeah, we yeah. could have shit shaped yeah, yeah. right up if we knew we couldn't get in trouble and could handle business that the police can't do. Two weeks, and people would be running away from this place, and it would yeah. all be fixed. But it's like we can't do nothing. The people now, the, the crimes that we're committing in places like California. People just walk, walk in, fill their baskets, and just walk out. Like, can you believe what's happening? And nobody's doing anything. But you, you find a guy in a pickup truck leaving a football game that had a beer, and you're sure as hell going to get pulled over and go to jail. Yeah, it, like, it's like, yeah. it's like the, no. the 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 laws for for just doesn't make any sense anymore. Like the stuff that people are able to get away with. Like you could, you know, people are going into art galleries and splashing warholes with soup and shit. <laughs> And, and it's like they're home the next day. It's like I don't, I don't even how how they even get that far. Like there's like eight levels of security to get into a freaking. We went to the Chicago Museum when I was there, and like it was no easy task to get in. Like once you're in, you're in. But you got to go through. <laughs> there's Jimmy. Come to Chicago. 
I was in Chicago. And anyway, I don't know how those guys get that far, but you're right. They do that crazy ass shit, and then two days later, they're out. Yeah, no consequences. You, you become a, you become the criminal for trying to save your business. So yeah, that's, that's how it goes. Was a, I'll tell you what. Like, thank God, because like bad things to people. Yeah, you know I mean? when I see them trying to trying to bleed me out, like the cop, I'm not calling the cops. I might call the ambulance when we're done. And if you're still there, there's going to be a problem. But like I'm, I'm not telling you, that's like, it's not okay with me. There was a huge court case up here a couple of years back for a guy in my neighborhood, you know, whatever, within, we'll say, 10 miles of me. Somebody broke into his barn and was stealing his shit, and he just, he, the guy came out of his house and shot him from 100 yards and hit him in the shoulder, right? Just didn't kill him. And they, the police, charged the owner. Of course. And it went, it was a huge freaking thing, and he eventually won, and it actually changed the law, where they said you could now defend yourself, but it, how is that even a thing? You, it makes no sense. If I, if I am the criminal, and I break in to the Baker Ranch, and I am in your living room, with your family around, and if you don't have the right to kill me, like, that's a, that's a huge problem with me, like, if I yeah. can sue you because I broke my arm on the window I broke trying to get into your house, like. It doesn't make sense, man. Well, I'll kill you. <laughs> as as that should be your right. I mean, that's and be then your and then right. deal with the consequences after, right? Because like I said, you cause somebody's in my house. It's not, I don't have to reach for. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like you're gonna. I'm not letting you walk out of here. I'll tell you that. Like I don't yeah. care who the hell you are. There's no way. Yeah. Like you, you come into my family's house with my kids in here and stuff. That's your last move right there. Yeah. And. I'll face the consequences, but it's just a shame that people could go in. Violent people like that could go into someone's home, get hurt on something while they're robbing this, this place, right. and, and then sue those people. Because there's a lot of people. I mean, I know a place not – I used to live like two blocks from a place where a guy was sleeping, and they broke into his house to rob him, and he woke up, and they killed that man for no reason other than he woke up. Yeah. And, and, you know, while they were robbing him. But if yeah. he was, if he if he woke up and shot them dead, there's probably a good chance they could have sued him somehow. It's like, not to start talking about all that, but like the, the, there has to be consequences for society to function properly. And the the stupider we get with how we do things with these laws, the worse we're going to get as far as the kids with morals, how things need to work. Like you need to know that this isn't okay. You yeah. know, you need to know that yeah yeah this old lady might be crazy and is out of her mind that does not give you the right to punch her in the face for calling you a name you know what i mean there's yeah. got to be rules and we're not following them anymore and things are going to go way downhill a lot of people are not following them and it's going to be it's going to be uh, uh speaking of jimmy i just saw a quote from her his mayor saying that she wants people to stop using money so they don't get robbed. Like, that's the mentality of politicians, right? Stop stop using money. Oh, I might get banned again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we made it this far without getting wild, you know? Too bad. I mean, the Col Colton, was Colton, wild for a minute. I'm just going to be, I'm just, if I get banned again, I'm just going to start another one and another one and another one and another one. <laughs> 
Space you can't. Before. You're not going to keep me off this platform. So, Colton, don't report me. Or report me if you want. I love you, Colton, by the way. Keep it up, brother. You're doing great out there. Yeah. Pete, I generally try to keep my mouth a little bit shut and not say much, too. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that'll make comments, and I want to say things to them in return and be like, mm, I'll bet you wouldn't say that if you were standing in front of me. You know what I mean? But I, I, you got to kind of keep I'm... it. You know, <laughs> There's people that say not, stuff, and you know damn well they're not going to say that face to face to you. You know. Well, like, there's the perfect example is my my dink that I actually had on the barn banter who wanted to talk some controversy. They didn't do anything. Literally, you know, challenged me to a fight last week. Come up to come up to Edmonton, and I'll fight you. I'm like, all right. Well, I'm going to be in Edmonton Friday. Give me Can five you, hours. Can you can you get your freaking uh, talk to your boss and get the time off from your job, you meathead? And of course, nothing. Just crickets. Didn't hear a thing. Because that's how those guys are. They're all if it's the screen, they're all to their to face to face. They're like, dude, why are you so hostile? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got in trouble with that stuff too, like with my kids and and just things. You know, like kids. My kids are very nice kids, and. Uh, very sweet and i had a kid that was just not doing the right thing and you know i had to teach my son you know when i was younger i used to box and stuff for a few years and i'm like let me show you some stuff and i'm like listen if nobody's helping you and you're surrounded because yeah, yeah. these kids are always tough like voltron when there's three four of them one-on-one -on -one, they're not i was like one of them kids don't get off you they're hurting you you do not let them break your arm i'm like you blast them sure as shit a week yeah. later we get yeah. The call of the principal's like, your son said that you said to punch this kid in the face. I said, no, I didn't. I said, if he's hurting you and doing this and nobody's helping, you blast him. And he was giving me a hard time, the principal. And I was like, listen, you're five foot two. If I come to that school and I pick you up by the collar and bang you off the wall, are you going to curl up into a ball or are you going to protect yourself? Are you going to just say, this isn't allowed on school grounds? Like, it's like, no, you, you have to be able to, to tell these kids they can't defend themselves against some of these animals. I don't want to hear it. You know, it's like, and I told my kid, I said, even in the, like the, these other kids were getting them, they'd go into the bathroom and they surround you. And I was like, yo, if you, you know, damn well, somebody's hitting you. I said, there's two ways of doing this. You could sit there and get the shit knocked out of you and take it. Or you can knock the shit out of that kid and then get your shit kicked out of you afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't you rather take a couple down with you, brother. That's what like, you got to do. Like, I'll tell you what, you're getting your butt kicked. You might as well kick some ass first, you know, and yeah. maybe, maybe the others will scurry. But it's one of two ways for it to end, you know what I mean? And, and it happened, yeah. again, and then the kids blocked him in the bathroom and had, you know, a couple things to say because they all think they're, like, you know, tough guys. And my kid knocked the shit out of this kid. The other two oh. scurried away. It's and it's, you know, how it goes? And I'm like, yo, maybe you guys could be friends after that. You know, like I said, I, you know, a lot of people I've had scuffles with when I was younger, I became buddies with. Yeah. Sometimes it has to happen. The only difference is now is you never know which one of these kids is going to like try to stick you with a screwdriver or do something with their people are nuts it's not the same kind of people that 20 30 no, years ago you got to be careful right you don't know what kind of level of crazy you're doing you also you also can't sit around and live your whole life getting trampled on you know it's like this is what it is man no the world is squishy if you let it right Definitely. i mean that's that's the truth it doesn't matter what you are you know and, and we can the, the topic of endless. The government will squish you if they let you, uh, or if you let them. And so you got to stand up for yourself and 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 be be as kind as you can and as kind as you can. But you got to look after yourself. That's it. Man.
I mean, I would prefer it. Like I said, I said it a hundred times to people. Like none of us have to like each other, but everybody does deserve. Yeah. A little bit of courtesy and respect. And if you're not willing to give it, you're not going to get it. But it's like, you can't go around, you know, doing the wrong thing all the time and think that you're going to, you know, just be able to do your thing and have your say without it going. It's just like politics, man. It doesn't, it's a two way road. You know, you can't have one person saying you can't do that. You don't do that. And you can't have that but I want this and you have to call me this and do this. And this is the way it's going to be. It's like, <laughs> no, like, like, I don't care what you do, but you need to not care what I do just the same. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not telling you to have, you have to do this and you shouldn't have to tell me to do that. We yeah. can mutually agree to disagree, be courteous, nod our heads or just ignore each other. We don't have to be calling each other out and fighting over it. You should do what you want. But the, the people that want everything don't want to give anything up either or no. just let it be. It's like you either everybody either wants it all or nothing. It's like no, you know, it's not going to work. It's gonna it'll be it'll be an interesting. I've had that chat with a couple guys, uh, Turbo included. Uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting decade from a political standpoint. From a from a, uh, a I don't know justice standpoint um, of how things start to shake out because it can't. It's not going to remain as it is. Like it's going to change. It's, and I, I think those, I think those guys are coming to an end because it just doesn't make any sense what they're. Yeah, you know, the, the, crap that's the been problem in. is, is like I said, we've got just like what I've seen in the past few years. I, I never would have guessed that it's even possible for right? people to be the way we are now. It's like the fact is, is everybody else in the world in the big picture of things is not like us. Like. And it's just like the stuff with people and, and, and politics with even even the World Cup. People are going over to like Muslim countries and they're wanting to wear their gay shirts and prance around and stuff. And it's like, if you don't understand, like you, you want everybody to accept you, but they have their religion and that's their choice to yeah. not accept you. And if for you to go there and try to put pressure luck, I mean, there's consequences you, to that. That's well, why some people just straight up died. Like I know better and I have enough respect for their culture to not do such a stupid thing. Like, you don't go to church, any church, and try to tell people that they're wrong. You know what I mean? That's not your place. You don't, you know, like, you don't mix. You can. It's just that you're, you're, you're stirring a pot full of, full of fiery flame when you just want to trample on people for no reason and get them to accept you, but you're not willing to accept them. Like, how are you? Well, there's that perfect get... example of this week of that Philadelphia Flyers player, Provolov, that Russian guy. Exactly. That... All he did is like he didn't walk up. He didn't participate in the in the skate. In the he just he didn't go out and warm up. He literally sat in the locker room and said, "Dude, I'm not participating in this." Everybody freaks the f out. Um, yeah. Interestingly yeah. enough, his his jersey sold out on. Uh, <laughs> there's no he can't get his jerseys anymore because it's the hottest jersey in the in the NHL right now, <coughs> which only. Tells me that people aren't into the woke stuff. Like if you want to do what you want to do, do it. Just quit trying right, to right. lay it on it. And like I said, everybody else. I have friends. You know, like I said, it's funny because I've I've got a a friend that re it was just actually on here a little while ago that called me up one day and was like, "I'm a woman," and I was like, "Huh?" I, you know, I'm I'm like, okay, uh, you know, like I'm good, okay. Like that's your, you know, I, I, it's your life. You know what I'm saying? That's not, I don't have, that's not, do I think it's whatever? It doesn't matter what I think. It's your life. And I, 
if that's how you want to be, then then I then you got to live your life the way you want to live. But you yeah. you know you know you can't expect everybody to be down with that, and they don't have to be. Again, again, that's one of those things. If you see a person you don't want nothing to do with them, you don't have to disrespect them. You just go yeah. the other way. Yeah, but that's the problem with that. And, and I, you know, I, I have no idea who you're talking about. And maybe he handles it the, or she handles it the right way where you're like, listen, I don't have, I can respect you as a person, but I don't need to trumpet your cause and expect everybody else to, no. to and the inter the be part of it. The interesting thing is, is that this particular person is like a very conservative, realistic person. That's like, you know, there are no child friendly drag shows like the whole point of it is a sexualized you know what i mean like it's it's interesting i'm like well it's, i actually went live on tiktok with with her and got banned I'm not even i didn't say anything i was treading on you got I was trying not to banned. i got banned and no, all really. i was doing was just saying i was you know very thoughtful stuff like yo, know, i supported her him and whatever like you know i, I didn't support anything it's just not it's not my place to like I said, that's how you feel, then that's how you feel, man. Do your thing. Yeah. And I, I didn't know anything about like if somebody said two, three years ago to me something about gender neutral, I wouldn't know what the hell you were talking about. What the fuck does that mean? Like I've never heard no. these terms. So I wasn't insulting anybody, but I was saying everything I do know about all this new terminologies and all this random stuff. Like I never heard of this shit before. Now I hear it and have no idea what it means. The only stuff I do know is from that person. And if they didn't tell me that, I wouldn't have known. I had. Identify yeah. as an M18 tool. <laughs> when we got kids in school, like, you're watching these videos, and it's a real thing where these kids identify as cats and shit. And the teacher's like, what do you think? And they're like, meow, meow. Like, dude, we would be in the psych ward if we did that shit at school. Like, what do you know they what? grow up to be? They're missing their whole education. That's the, that's the problem. Like, what? So you're 18 or 16 or 26. Like, what does your life look like when you're... 53 as a cat yeah and like, you didn't respond to I, any teacher in school so you don't know shit like what are you what are you doing what who's paying for the litter in your box like what are we that's doing? what i mean right like how 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 does that story end i don't Baker, see that Baker, has a an end Baker is trans vaccinated <laughs> my trans vaccinated i'm trans vaccinated yes i am trans vaccinated <laughs> I have. Yeah. I identify as having all the vaccines and the boosters. Right. Right. All that stuff. But and I feel like everybody has the right to live their life, but also that they don't have the right to push all their shit on anybody else. That's, that's it. where it gets lost, right? You can do whatever you want until you tell me what I have to think and what I have to say and do. That's it. Right. And I. It's the same for me. If you decide that you're coming out as gay or or a woman, then I'm like, okay, man, good for you, bro, or sister, or whatever, yeah. and wish you luck, and, you know, I'll shake my, shake your hand when I see you, but that's as far as my, it's no different than my support for you now. Good luck out there, man. Yeah, right. You know, if you need something, give me a shout, but yeah, I'm right. not going to, I'm not going to plaster my walls with P.S. the plumber and Armstrong plumbing all over the place. He's the greatest. He's so brave. <laughs> okay. In in my American that, flag. That, that's gonna get me banned right there. You're so brave. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> we're just we're just we're trying to sound nice here. We're really not doing a good job at it, but yeah, yeah. It's like right, like everybody teach their own man. It's nobody's business, but like people just. I think the problem is is that people just need to be courteous, one way or another. Yep. Like none of us like the same stuff, you know. That's that's like the difference of uh, an Edmonton and a Calgary fan, you know. It's like yeah. Is is it at, at the end of the day? You know, admit sports. I literally have. Is John still on here? I was literally busting John's, John Snyder's balls because he was rooting for the, the Phillies and hoping the Bills lost. And I said, dude, it's all it's all meaningless. Like it doesn't mean anything. And Every year it's the same cycle. Man. Yeah, it is. If, you, if it does something for you, fantastic. It does just nothing like, for me. Just like when these random American teams win Stanley Cups with ninety-five percent Canadian. I know that's no play. the best part, right? <laughs> I love Russians, it. We've got eight Russians and and seventeen Canadians and one guy from two Swedes on the fourth line. Yeah, it's like they're like yeah, America. It's hilarious when that even our sports talk shows up here. It's been like fifteen years since there's been a Canadian team in the freaking. Yeah. I'm like ah uh, yeah I know, but uh, it's basically. Ca- Canadians versus Canadians with a couple of Russians and some Swedes in there. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and and one really good American, whoever he might be. I mean, the I don't know some of these teams. We, we must just be paying more money. Like I don't know how Montreal like doesn't have an elite team. Like the Habs, like by default, should have the best litter. Like I, they must maybe their budget went down. I don't know what's going on, but basically. The problem is, is they gave freaking Carey Price like $12 million a year, and then he got hurt, and he's out. <laughs> and you still yeah. got to pay him, which I get. That's the risk that they take. But, but I mean, like I said, as far as I'm, for anybody from Montreal to see a team from New Jersey blow your doors off should be pretty embarrassing, you know? It's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> the only thing I, my vintage is Scott Stevens from New Jersey just killing people over the freaking center line back in the day. <laughs> Pete just said. Pete just said English cricket team made up of South Africans. We were just talking about a pole plumbing force made up of South Africans in New York. <laughs> That's right. But, <laughs> or the Mexicans. Don't forget the Mexicans. Don't don't let them stick up here in Canada. Your pipe. <laughs> Quebecers. We call them queebs here in New York. Oh, we call the them queebs. frogs over here. The Queebs are maniacs, man, because I'll tell you, a lot of them pass through, like, the New York State Thruway. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. They, I, they travel, and they've got, like, the biggest XL Tahoe with the roof rack loaded with shit with, like, 14 kids in there, and they're doing 150 kilometers an hour down there. Like, we're doing 90, and these guys are just, like, mo- like we're standing still, and they're flying past us at 90 miles an hour. So they're doing 120, and I'm like, what the hell are these queebs like rushing off to do like they're they drive super fast everywhere they go i don't know if i confuse kilometers with miles over here per hour or what but maybe we don't get we don't get a lot of uh, the frogs out here because uh <laughs> so we call them out here the frogs anyway uh occasionally but it's again it's like everything we're talking about it's fairly adversarial from a political point of view you for sure yeah. on how that all breaks down, but well, people still, get bet, people get bent out of shape over nothing. You know what I mean? Like if you don't like a food from a certain restaurant, it's the same thing. Like, well, I don't like that. How could you not like that? <laughs> like, I, I, I goat meat because it tastes like shit. That's why I don't like it. What do you mean? Like, 
I can vouch for the fact that goat meat tastes like shit. It yeah, absolutely that's, does. That's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I don't like curry, so don't send me your curry recipe because it's not going to work. I'm not going to eat it. Anyway, it's bananas. I just, got, I just got a kebab the other day from uh, one of the, like, uh, you know, kind of bodega shops around here that has, uh, like, halal food and stuff. Yeah. And he gives it to me. You know, keep in mind, like, the kebab comes with in the nice bread with all the lettuce and the tomato and all the sauce. I open the thing up. It's literally a piece of meat in the in the bread with nothing. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Sorry, I keep looking at these things. But I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's not what was in the picture. Like, so I found out one of my friends ordered a sandwich with nothing. I'm like, well, they gave me nothing. <laughs> English delicacy. I do like some curry, though. I, you, I, you, I don't know. I could get down with some curry. I, I can't stand it for whatever reason. <clears throat> you get off the train, like if, if you get into Port Authority or uh, Grand Central Station or anywhere in New York, you get right into the city. And by the city, and if you're from New York, we consider the city Manhattan specifically. Yeah. So you get into there. The first thing I'm going to do almost every time is get street meat from the Muslims. They got yeah, the yeah. little card out, out there. With, oh, man. It's like, yeah, it's probably pretty gross. You know, who knows <laughs> what's going on? But, man, is it good. It's it's no different than the – I mean, I've I mean, I I've never had that. But it can't be any different than the, the, the Donaire shop that's, you know, you know, some greasy little place. And they're carving off that crap off the rotisserie that's been there for four months. I'm like, that stuff's still good? Oh, yes. It'll never go bad. I'm like, okay. Yeah, the fire burns off all the bacteria and bugs underneath it. It's just glopping gelatinous shit dripping off it. Yeah. Exactly right. Oh, that's exactly right. Brampton, Ontario. Anyway. Well, we definitely said a lot of bad Well, I said a lot of bad words on this. Uh, <laughs> this live. It's funny. I'm... I'm always complaining too. Every time I do a live, I'm like, God damn it! Now I can't post it because I had turbo on, or I had so on, so on. I'm like, oh, I can never post a live because somebody comes on and they're like smoking weed and we're swearing and saying all this stuff. I'm like, ah, we got. I think we got that's, it pretty decently. That's why, and that's why it, we uh, we want them raw and real. That's what we're going for here. So, nice job, <laughs> nice job. Oh, all right, man. I All right. Anyhow, lovely. Yeah. I'm about ready to get something to eat. Okay. Cut We've out. been on here for an hour and a half, so almost two hours. So, <laughs> Woo! Nice job, brother. All right, man. Well, <laughs> good talk, dude. Uh, like I said, I always love listening to your uh, chat. Like I said, you're one of the My few guys that's willing to actually talk about anything real or <laughs> give out honest opinions. You know, there's no sugarcoating shit. Like I said, you post the good and the bad of even the work that you do. Yeah. If you make a mistake, yeah. you post it. You know, some guys are like, not real. You're one of the real ones. We try to be real. We try to have a good time. Uh, hope everybody out there in uh, the interwebs is doing well. Thanks to Chris for coming on. Check out P.S. the Plumber. He rocks. He's going to share some fabulous antiquing skills that he's got one of these days. Oh, and, so did uh, I, oh I didn't tell you about the tattoo I'm getting. Oh, this my God. Gosh. This is a real What's... thing, Bob. I shit you not. You're going to be so pissed. <laughs> so you were talking about the, all these guys with the rigid tattoos and all this stuff, dude. Yeah. And like I said, I got this, I've got this stupid little eagle. I don't know if you can see it, but he's got like a pipe wrench and a fishing pole under one hand. I got yeah, this yeah. guy on my leg in 1998. 
I got this guy on my leg if you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Oh, yeah, okay. He's got like yeah. a Yankee yeah. hat on and shit. <laughs> but anyhow, after I heard you talking about the rigid tattoos and how stupid it was, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him. I got, I'm getting a Bob Baker tattoo with you and your face and a beard with a rigid wrench in your hand, dude. <laughs> Think I'm kidding. Okay. And I mean this with all the love I can say, then you're a fucking moron. Yes! I can't wait. <laughs> I, I was literally talking to my kids like two days ago of guys that get like Joe Rogan tattoos on their back. I'm like, what in the hell are you, oh, Joe Rogan on your body? Hold on, I gotta show you some of these stupid tattoos. Hold on. <laughs> I think I lost my earbuds. Dude, you're gonna laugh. All right. Oh my gosh. Oh, I lost one earbud. Hold on one second. Because I have some of the stupidest tattoos. And it's super See? funny. At least, at least you'll admit it. Like, it's fine if you're like, listen, I wanna get a stupid tattoo, then get it. But don't show somebody something and go, Dude, this is rad, and if you don't like it, you're an idiot. I'm like, you're an idiot. I don't no. like it. It's stupid. Because some people are like, oh, what's the story? Like, remember when they had all those tattoo shows on the TV, and everybody was like, oh, my grandmother and my dog and my – People are like, yeah, yeah. People are like, what'd you get that for? I'm like, oh, I had an hour to kill. I was in front of a tattoo shop, so I got a hooker leg lamp tattooed on my chest, you know? <laughs> Reggie <-like. laughs> uh, Here's a funny one, too. So I've got a parrot on my arm. Yeah. It's a shoulder. Maybe in its mouth. A peg leg standing on a pencil. Okay, well. You can handle you can handle it, man. You can handle the cruise. That's stupid. <laughs> Dude, I got enough, I, exactly. I got enough dumb shit on me. It doesn't matter anymore. Like a, a Bob Baker tattoo would just look normal. You know what I mean? Who's that, that guy? You're gonna have to, if you you're gonna have to contact me for licensing on that one, man. <laughs> Who's that guy? It's just a, this is famous Canadian plumber. What do you mean? You don't know Bob Baker? Oh, that's so good. That is hilarious. <laughs> Didn't know you were a pirate. Oh, I don't know if you can see this guy with his head. Oh, yeah. Nice. Showing off his so, ass. Nice. So that guy, so I played in a band for a long time, right? And we used to, you know, tour and travel around. And our our bass player, this is years ago, 2007, was doodling at a diner where we were stopped somewhere. In, and that's his doodle. Or something. And he drew that doodle. Well, all three of us got that tattoo oh. like, in the same spot oh on God. our arm. And then there was this band from Michigan that played, that's been around forever called Alan the Black Hats, like a rockabilly band. All three of those guys got that guy tattooed on their ass. Like, see how it has the little <laughs> DLD on them? They got the... DLD yeah. tattooed that big on each ass cheek. And the one guy is a tattooer. He's a tattooist now in Germany. And I just had this conversation. And it's you like, realize if you get murdered that you're going to be, there's going to be, like, they're not going to be able to tell from that tattoo because there's four other guys that got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, I guess I haven't gotten a tattoo in probably 15 years. But, like, my stuff's so old and faded and, like, you can't even see some of it anymore, some of the shit, but. Everything I do have is pretty silly, you know? Oh, you got a lot, man. Are you looking at my sweet ass right fucking now? Fucking donkey? My you got a little ass on your Stop arm? Stop looking at my sweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 
Everybody that's listening to this, imagine getting a tattoo so you can say a one liner like that. Imagine. Look, stop looking at my sweet little ass. Like, stop, yeah. stop checking out my sweet ass, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> it, only, it only emphasizes my point that it's my opinion, obviously. You're a is stupid. idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot, man. <laughs> Uh, he said I was going to say uh, something. We all, we, we all idiots in different realms and different spheres, so yours just happens to be in uh, body art, I guess. So oh, congratulations. Yeah, like I said, I could, if, I, if I didn't have all these so, when I was so young, like if I could go back, like I'm not saying I wouldn't get more, but I wouldn't have any of these. I can tell you that. You know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like... <laughs> yeah. you know how it turns out like you make you make you make different dumb decisions is what you're saying dude i got like the the tiger what is right that now. it's got like it's a tiger with a light bulb in his mouth but he's got like the steve martin fake arrow that goes oh across God. it's like you know the, the halloween costume arrow over his head i was gonna say is that like a conor mcgregor thing but no no it's not oh it's just stupid it's just that's stupid. all bob <laughs> just stupid that's it. Just stupid. Simple. <laughs> what? Pete wrote more like body <laughs> fart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, well, thanks for sharing. It's the first time that I've on um, in the barn that people have like disrobed and shown off their tattoos. So nice, man. That's a nice photo. I'm gonna I'm gonna make some highlights out of that and post it this week. Chris gets naked. Yeah. That's gonna. That's literally gonna be the headline. And the screen capture, just so you, you know, yeah. Chris, P.S. the plumber, gets naked. Dude, I, got, I don't know if you can see it, but I got this, like, Sun record with Elvis on it here I got years I see ago. that? So <laughs> like, dude, I've been an Elvis fan since I was a kid. So the guy drew it, right? He's actually a pretty famous tattoo artist. He's like, you sure it looks good, right? And I'm like, yeah, it looks great. Instead of a microphone, it had a big wiener in his hand. Like, dude, <laughs> oh, my God. And he's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with it, man? And I look down, and I'm like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> like, at least you didn't tattoo a big dick in his hand instead of a microphone, so. <laughs> that might, that might be the line. No, that's just stupid. Yeah. I'll figure something out. Anyhow. So thanks, good. Thanks for having me on here. Hopefully we didn't uh, scare away all the following. No. And, um, well, who cares? Dime a dozen. <laughs> I can I can buy more. Don't worry, Chris. <laughs> I, I'll go charge. I'll go charge extra in the next job, and I'll go buy myself a ten thousand dollars, ten thousand followers. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, there's always <laughs> some guys sending me little messages. They're like, "And for twenty dollars, you could get eight, <laughs> something. Fifty dollars to get you a million. I'm like, yeah, That's man, right. what the f really? For what? <laughs> hey, if that, that's how get it a, works, get a bunch of east uh, east indians look will following you and asking you weird questions want to see the vaba and the and the boo boo or whatever the fuck they say oh dude i am so <laughs> sick of those people trying to send me yeah it's like some russian girl or something and they're just trying to like send you nudes or something yeah. I, like dude what that's right no like block block <laughs> block block do you, you want to see that's me? Like... do you want to see me dude with a little cherry yeah. they post or something no no this is a plumbing feed here you know I don't. The, the beauty of the naked lady machine, aka Google, is you can, if you want to see naked ladies, they're four seconds away. I hate to say it. 
Yeah, the kids will never know the struggle of trying to sneak out of the tree fort with a full-size dirty magazine in their waistband, ever. You know what I mean? These stupid kids have no idea how easy and good they've got it. Like, I remember trying to sneak out of the house, like, not moving, like, everything all right? Yeah, I'm good. What do you got? Nothing! Nothing! Try not to wrinkle the magazine and shit, and try not to make it make sounds as I snuck out of the house. Oh, we... we... We have very similar uh, stories, I suspect. <laughs> you know, kids now can pull up any damn thing. Anything they want, which is why they're turning into cats, because they don't appreciate uh, women yeah. or whatever they're doing. <laughs> oh, that's too easy. I can't. Nobody's a cat. All right, well, I guess you can be a cat then, I guess. No, we got Bob Schultz. <laughs> you came too late, Bob. You just missed all the funny shit. It's over, man. I'll give you a wave anyway. <laughs> right. Awesome. All right. I'm starving awesome. to death. Mom, go get them beats. Thanks, brother. Good luck out there. We'll, we'll see you in the... Uh, what's that? Huh? I said thanks for everybody that stuck around. Yeah, stick around. To, thanks for sticking around to the end. Two hours in. Awesome. Take care, brother. All right. Behave yourself. <laughs> out. Did I lose them? Uh, I'm just going to say one thing uh, that uh, Viking Pipefitter he's now up on YouTube in case you didn't know and he's doing some killer ass giveaway uh, I think he said it's too far back in the comments uh, he's going to do 10k $10,000 American dollars which is like $55,000 Canadian it's not uh, giveaway, huge giveaway on YouTube so go follow Viking Pipefitter Exactly how you see it here. I don't. I don't know. There's a hyphen in there or, or underscore. Anyway, check it out. Thanks for tuning in, boys. Have an excellent day. Good luck this week. Uh, got any questions? Got any comments? DM me. Happy to do it. And uh, we're going to start doing this every uh, couple of weeks for sure. Uh, already working on the next one. So, peace. Be safe out there. Look after the families and look after the people you love. That's really all that matters at the end of the day. Thanks for tuning in.